Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Alex. We're back for another episode. Episode 9, in fact. And today we're going to dive in and start talking about failure. Let's get it. All right, y'all, what's going on? We're back in here talking about some value, talking about some crucial and well-needed information because we want y'all to succeed and we want to change y'all to give y'all the winning state of mind, all right? So without further ado, I have a very special guest on today's episode, one of my guys. He's a he's a really inspirational dude. He's hardworking, motivated, driven, determined, and he really got a flame that you can't put out, you know, so... That pretty much speaks for it right there. My man, Joe Fender. Welcome to the show, bro. Hey, thanks for having me on, Alex. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of the podcast. I'm glad to be a part of what you got going on here. So let's get to it. Yeah, bro. So today we're talking about failure. And I didn't want to give that away in the intro because people are afraid of failure. So I didn't want to scare nobody away, right? Never. Clearly, clearly. I didn't, want to, I didn't want to scare no listeners away because when they see the word failure... Then they want to run and hide. So what is failure to most, bro? We should define that. What is failure to most? What makes failure scary? Just like you said, bro, failure is something that turns people away. See, the majority of people, when they fail at something, they're going to give up. Once, twice, fail. You know what I mean? You fail, and then that's discouraging. You want to you wanna give up. But the ones that persist through the failure are the ones that learn the most through the failure. And those L's you take, those failures that you take, yet you persist through and you make something of it and you learn something from it, you can't even view it as a failure. It's not a failure. It's a win. That's right. Because you learn from what you did wrong. So if I fail doing something one time, I fail again, I fail again. Each time, even if I fail the next time, I'm learning about how to do it correctly the next time or how to win the next time or how to get what I want, how to do what I want. And then eventually, you're not going to fail no more. It's a win. You can chalk it up as a dub. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> Bro you said that so sim- like, like so simply. And it's, it's crazy because now we don't even got to spend that much time on that point. And like me sitting here, I get that. And it's, it's like common sense to me. You explaining that. But majority of people... When they fail, they don't want to. They don't want to try and learn. It's they don't. The they don't want to. Exactly it's the approach, bro. Yep. They don't. They don't want to try and go back to the drawing board. See what you can do differently. That's where you. That's where you separate yourself from the crowd. That's where you become great. Greatness really is built behind the scenes, yep. and people are only worried about the highlights, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, that's actually something that I heard in a TED talk about social media and why so many people compare themselves to what we see on Instagram and the celebrities and everything because we only see the glitz and the glamour. We don't see anything that goes on when they're not on camera. And a lot of that failure, it it, it comes back to the way that you approach and the way that you you give positivity because if you look at it from a negative standpoint, the failure, you're not going to keep going. But when you, when you, essentially, you, you give what you get. If you fail and you say, this is what I need to do next time, yep. you're going to get back what you, 
what you put into it. It's exactly. just it's such a simple concept. It's such a simple idea, and it, you just have to train yourself. You got to train your mind to see what's next. What am I going to do with myself next? How am I going to overcome? The craziest part about failure is that even the chance of failing deters people from taking a chance, bro. That's exactly right. As if failure is guaranteed automatically. So many of us, it's like you're guaranteed to fail, so you don't even try. Exactly. And when you have that mindset, unknowingly, you're guaranteeing yourself to fail. Even in, even in the classroom, Alex, how many times, especially in the business school, that was my experience with it, and that's a generalization. In every, in every major of every school, how many people go into the test telling themselves that they're going to fail? Oh my gosh. There is nothing more frustrating for me True. than to hear somebody say, oh, I'm, I'm going to fail this test. Yep. Like, I didn't do this or I didn't do that. Like, mm-hmm. Even if I'm not prepared... I still don't think that I'm not prepared. Like as abstract as that sounds, it works for me. Exactly. It really works for me. I, I I know I'm going to do it. Like I know I'm gonna I know I'm gonna kill it. Right. And like this is kinda off tangent, but it's still relevant. Now, there's an amazing motivational speaker. His name is Tony Robbins. Are you are you familiar with him? Tony Robbins, he's he's the dude, and he's he's not really as prevalent now because he was more like back in the 2000s and um, some of the 90s. but So he had the task to teach military men how to shoot better. Mm-hmm. And these guys are experienced. He's never shot a gun in his life. But you know what he did? Taught these guys how to shoot better. And how he did this, this is the crazy part right here. This is, this is the kick. He mimicked people that have found success, but instead of trying to manipulate and copy their skills he copied their mindset bro that's exactly what you gotta do he copied their mindset and so the example used by curtis king was michael jordan if you want to have the same success as michael jordan you want to be as great as michael jordan you need to see what michael jordan does before he even takes a shot how does michael jordan move What does Michael Jordan think? Does Michael Jordan think every shot is going in? How does he view the rim? When he looks at the rim, this rim is 50 feet wide. It's not even a small basket. This rim is so big that there is almost no chance I'm going to miss. Because you miss every time you don't shoot. Exactly. Exactly. And when you have that mindset, bro, then you're guaranteed to at least get some success you might not have the same level in the beginning because you're starting out but the fact that you already believe it and it's so funny too because there's this producer his name's kirk knight he's part of the pro air collective shout out joey you know i want to say his last name but rest in peace um dang what's my guy's name can't think of his name right now but capital steez rest in peace capital steez but young rap group man and kirk kirk knight he said the cliche statements are the ones that are true. You believe in yourself, you can do it. You know, we, see, we say that's corny or you, don't, you miss every shot you don't take. 
We say that's corny because we went to elementary school and saw the poster on the wall with a little basketball hoop, you know, right next to the uh, the blocks <laughs> that we used to build with. But those, but those are the sayings that mean things, bro. Absolutely. Those are the keys right there. And we're overlooking those keys without even knowing it. We're hurting ourselves, bro. And a lot of it comes back to your confidence in yourself and confidence, self-confidence is gained through repetition. So what are you doing when, Mm. you know what I mean? Behind closed doors, what are you doing to separate yourself? You got to separate yourself to the point where you know, like you have, you're going to be so confident and you're going to be so at peace with what you've done before that there's no way you're not going to win. Deep. Even if you lose, you win every single time. And it's a shame that most people, I'm not going to say most, it's a shame that, more people don't adopt that mindset because it has changed my life. Mm-hmm. Simple things like just tweaking one way of thinking, bro, can get, make the, the journey of a thousand miles a hundred steps. That's exactly right. You know, because no matter how you slice and dice it, it's still going to be a long journey. But when you start making those necessary changes to your thinking and you eliminate the negativity, see, that's what we don't realize is that. We're still holding on to these negative mindsets, mm-hmm. although we think that, oh, well, I want to do this. I really want to have my own business. It'll be a good thing. My intention behind wanting to have my own business is so that my mom never has to work again, so that I can donate to charity, so that I can make a difference in this world. I always felt like a nobody. I came from trash. That's what people like to say. I came from nothing, but they don't even realize they're not. A hundred percent confident in themselves, yeah. and in reality, nobody really cares. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I can, I can empathize and I can sympathize with you. I understand this is what that this is what it was. This, excuse me, that this is what it was. But what are you going to do now? What's next? Why harp on the future? If you have a, if you don't like somebody, are you seriously going to hold a grudge and hold this beef? Because. It it just doesn't get you anywhere. No. It gets you nowhere. And mm-hmm. burning bridges with people, that's like, you can't do no, that. Because no. the more relationships, the more people you know, the more networking exactly. you have, the further you're going to get. Yep. And and that really defines what failure is. After all this, if you know, if we could put this in one big melting cauldron and come up with this definition, bro. Failure is an excuse. It is an excuse. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. It's an excuse for people to give up because they don't have the patience to keep trying, to keep failing, to keep messing up, looking bad, looking, you know, you might say you look stupid because you made a mistake, but instead of tailoring the strategy that you created for yourself, mm-hmm. you just scrap the whole thing completely. Yep. And it's so, like you said, it's cliche, but it's a, it's a, it's not a race. It's a marathon. All these cliches, like you said earlier, Alex, mm-hmm. there's a lot of truth. Yep. There's a whole <laughs> lot of truth, bro. So much. There is. There is. There's so much, man. And we sound crazy for even saying that we look forward to failure, bro. I love that, failure, bro. I that, love it. That's the best part. I love it so much. Right. Right. Like, you you walk in and say, yo, I'm trying to fail. Who, who trying to fail? <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna look at you like, yo, like, what are you talking about? Give me an L, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Not for real. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but the fact that 
you can even have that mindset, it eliminates the whole fear of failing. And so after you actually fail, what do you do after that? You know, well, personally, Joe, after you fail, if if there is one, if if you don't mind, no. if there if there is one experience you can think of where you failed, and to your standard, it was a bad, a it, it was it was botched. It doesn't have to be the worst thing. You know, you didn't have to drop the the ball and and lose the game. <laughs> yeah. You know, but but anything. How did you bounce back? Well. Uh, I'll give the example. So at my, I had an internship last summer, digital marketing. Um, for the first, I'd say month, I was just completely lost. Mm. I couldn't wrap my mind around what was going on. I was doing all this reading. I was sticking to it. I was frustrated. I would come home and I would just be like, I don't know if this is for me, just because I, I don't even know like exactly what's going on. But I stuck to it, and I just kept doing what they told me to do. I kept asking questions. I kept being persistent. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting there one day, and somebody says something to me. I'm doing this and I'm doing that, and then in, just like that, I was like, "Whoa, that makes sense now. Like yep. this is coming together, and that's coming together." And it just goes to show that I stuck to it because I. I you know what I mean? Exactly. I, when I when I started, I wasn't going to give up. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't even necessarily call that a L or call that a, a loss. But any any bit of adversity, I was ready to <laughs> I was ready to take over. That's right. Attack. You was ready to conquer, and you you were ready to use that to your mm-hmm. advantage, bro. I'll, I'll give another example. So I used to be a marketing major, and I had a rough semester. I just, it just wasn't, I just didn't feel it. I would go to class and I would just like struggle to pay attention because I didn't even, I I just wasn't into it at all. So Mm -hmm. there's a, it gets to a point for me anyways, where I was like, I could keep going with this, but something inside of me is telling me that this isn't for me. And I, and luckily for me, I had the time to take it into my own hands and change my major. So that was me saying I'm not necessarily giving up, especially considering that I like marketing and I'm in marketing now, yep. but I changed my major. And ever since I've made the Dean's List every single semester because I knew it was time for a change mm-hmm. and change is a good thing. Exactly. So many people are afraid of change. I look forward to change. I like changing. And if you don't change from the time, so when you graduate high school, then you come to college. If you don't change, what are you doing? Stagnant. There's something wrong with you if you're not changing. That's right. Staying stagnant. You don't have to change who you are. You don't have to change what you stand for, your ethics, your morals, all that. That comes from within. That, that's, that's been established in your childhood, the way you were raised, the friends, the people you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. But you know what it is? I think a lot of it stems from ego and our sense of entitlement. We get one award. Good job. You were star student. You were an outstanding employee, employee of the month. Oh, well, to the majority, that means I'm doing enough. Right. So let me just continue doing what I'm doing instead of, okay, I got recognized for this. What can I do better? Exactly. The stagnance only brings mosquitoes that carry disease. 
Preach, bro. Ain't that crazy? That, that's crazy. Stagnant, stagnant ponds. I yep. like that a lot. Stagnant ponds only attract disease-carrying mosquitoes. So let me let me ask you, Alex. What what do you? What's your stance on entitlement? Do you feel entitled? Be because uh, your your list goes on and on, bro. You you got a hefty resume. You got a lot to show for. Do you feel entitled because of what you've already <laughs> already done? Because that's, I feel like you should, bro. <laughs> and and that's it's interesting. I and that's that's something that I have to remind myself is that you know, at the end of the day, these awards aren't the reason that I'm here, you know. Yeah. E- everything that's on my resume, it's only a little reassurance that I'm doing something right. It's a reminder. It's a reminder. Yep. And it's not something that I gain validation from. If anything, it's a little pat on my back for myself yeah and then keep going and the funny thing is most of these cases i don't even view them as me doing something outstanding really we'll even flash back yeah on my wall currently because y'all y'all obviously listening y'all can't see <laughs> but on my wall currently is a lack hall mvp award i was an ra for two years my first year as an ra i won the mvp award of my building me sitting here at the RA banquet, before we're giving this away, my boss is reading this statement about all the good things that this person's doing. And you know what I'm doing? I'm sitting here thinking, wow, the new RA that we just hired second semester because a previous RA quit. I think this is all about him because he did an outstanding job filling this role such short notice and he built this community up. He deserves it. And we all had to write names on ballots so we could vote and say who we think would be the MVP. And I wrote I wrote this guy Ryan's name. Yeah. So I'm sitting here like, man, like I'm so happy for this guy. Ryan's about to get this MVP. And then they stand up and give the award to me. And I was just like, wow. I, I you know, I I didn't see that coming at all. That's, because that's awesome. That's really amazing. Thank you. Because you, ex- you weren't expecting yeah. it at all, and you, and you gave your vote to somebody else. Yep, I gave my vote to someone else because I, I, didn't, I didn't want it to be about me. And, and the thing is, like, I was just doing what I do, you know? I was just building my community. I just wanted to make people feel like they were at home. My goal in doing anything in any organization that I'm involved in, and I say this, and I say it time again, might as well get it written on my tombstone, dog. <laughs> I want to give people the same experiences in life that I've had. Good for you. And with that, that's any happiness, any joy, any sadness that I've been able to overcome from the love of my friends, any giving, the ability to give, any motivation, any wisdom, anything. If I feel like it's a good thing, I want someone else to experience it too. Because what makes me more special or deserving to experience all this in life? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing at all. So that's that's why I do everything that I've done. New student orientation, being a resident assistant, being in any organization is so that I can impact. Being a being a peer mentor for new students. Right. You know, like I want to. It says it right there. Exactly, and I I don't want to I don't want to be praised as anybody that's this high and mighty person, holier or on a, on a whole different level than someone. Anytime I've been in a leadership position, and I've actually gotten criticism for doing this, Joe, 
Last time I was in the highest leadership position I've ever been on in on this campus, I was actually criticized because I took leadership as a stance from carrying the same weight instead of being that guy sitting on top of the, the little chariot letting people drag it. I want to be on the same level. Just It's all titles. Mm-hmm. It's all titles. And I don't live for titles. I don't abide by titles. I don't define myself by titles. Mm-hmm. All that is is me putting on some shoes so that in me doing this, I can show people below me, quote unquote below me, how to lace their own kicks up. Right, right. You see? Yeah, it's it's really it's really about your perspective too because I look at it like Alex, you have done this this and this. You've established yourself. You might not see that from yourself because you just kind of outline the way that you feel about it. Right. But you should be recognized. When it comes down to you versus somebody else that doesn't have the credentials that you have, mm. you get the job. You get more. Mo- you you get a better salary. You get this and you get that. I th- I feel like I don't let entitlement get to my head, but I think that you should be recognized for what you've what you've done. That's my stance on it. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Because it just you just got to look at it from different perspectives. You know what I mean? True. That is true. And that that's always been the perspective I look at. You know, I just, I get something. All right, like, throw it. What's next? Like, you know, yeah. keep keep moving on to the next one. I don't I don't just want to sit down and, you know, have my own session where I can just dwell and and bask in this this achievement that I that I got. You know, like mm-hmm. like like it is nice, and I definitely do enjoy them, and I I'm always grateful when when anybody thinks highly of me like that and people and, do and i thank you i thank you for all your words joe and, and people think highly of you as well like me Appreciate myself that. i think very highly of you i Appreciate think that i think you're one of the hardest working guys that i've ever met like one week i'm talking to you it's like oh yeah bro i just started doing this next week yo bro i'm a writer for this website like what <laughs> bro you got class yeah dog and, and guess what i just got this job doing this like what bro how you got five jobs in the time i got one <laughs> You know, like that's you gotta be able to talk to people. That's that's that that's it. Communication. Communication mm-hmm. is everything. I I feel like I can walk in any place and I can talk to whoever I want to talk to. I feel like I can make the relationships that I want to, that I need to, and I know that I'm gonna get it done. And it all kind of comes back to today's topic. Yep. Every time that I failed, I realized how I need to approach it another way, and communication is. <laughs> it's key. Communication is everything. If, yep. If we don't have, if we couldn't communicate, how it, how would you communicate your failures? You know. Exactly. How how can somebody even point out and recognize a shortcoming if you can't communicate yep. it? And you, how can you communicate to yourself? Exactly. Self communication, the way that you think, the way that you analyze things, the way that you piece things together. We'll talk. Every single part is a piece of the puzzle. The bigger puzzle, which is self-actualization right yeah. it, it should be wanting to achieve the self that we all see and yep before we even get to there if you don't have an ideal self you need to you need to sit down and really think about that because how can you fulfill yourself <laughs> exactly and that's where true happiness comes from you i can have any amount of money 
I could be making a million dollars a year. That has nothing to do with my happiness because self-fulfillment and true happiness comes from your relationships. It comes from the things that you cannot put a price on. That's right. Because the best things in life are the things that you don't have to pay for. That's right. You know, I said this a long time in a quote, and shout out to you, Miss Huffman. <laughs> Yo, you really, really, like, one of my biggest supporters, and I'm so grateful for you and so thankful for everything that you've done for me. I'm so thankful every time you listen, and I'm thankful for you even posting this on your own Instagram blogs. Things that really bring you true happiness don't depreciate in value, bro. Yes. They it just it just, <laughs> you know you know it, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. And and if happiness beautiful. if something that brings you happiness can depreciate, are you even happy in the first place? Or are you only getting fake. temporary? Yeah, exactly. You, you're getting temporary satisfaction to fill a void of something that's missing within yourself that you have not taken the time to iron out. I completely agree. That's that's facts. <laughs> that's facts. Yeah, man. Like, there's no other way around it. And and that th- I'll bring this. Look, I'll bring this even back to entitlement. This this is some fire podcast right here, bro. I gotta thank you for being on this, man. Like, for sure. Really appreciate this. That comes back to the the sense of entitlement. We think. We deserve to be happy, so we need to have anything we want, any material item. We deserve it because why shouldn't I be happy? Why should Snoop Dogg be able to buy anything he wants? Why should Drake be able to give away a million dollars? People, the fact, you know what? This is so messed up. And I told Ahmad this. I was on YouTube watching that music video because I love that music video so much. You saw that. The video gave me chills. Chills. It it was, I was inspired. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Put Drake as a legend in my, in my opinion, I think that solidified his legend. on a different level now. Exactly. I don't have words to describe. Like, that was beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. And I'm scrolling down the YouTube comments. You know, I don't really look at comments because they're always filled with negativity. But I don't have time for that. Yeah, we don't got we don't got time for that. They're they're filled with the trolls. And sure enough, I come across this comment where this guy says, Man, someday I wish to give away, if not as much, more money than Drake. So I see view reply, click on the view replies. Mm-hmm. Of course, what do I see? You don't have this much money, so you can't do that. That's damaging. Why would you ever try to put somebody down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why Why do we think that we are even qualified to put judgment on someone's life and tell them what they can and cannot do? You have no room to... <laughs> that, pro- that person didn't even know him. <laughs> exactly. Didn't even know him. And we'll probably never, ever meet him. No. I hope he he is able to give that million dollars away. Exactly. I hope he's able to give a billion dollars. Yep. Because if you, if you have the time to sit around and cut down someone else's dream from a computer screen that you don't even know, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> exactly, bro. <laughs> like, 
there's just time is so valuable. Time is money. Time is everything. Everything. And if you're not maximizing your time, you gotta you gotta take a step back. How much time do you watch TV or play video games? I don't have time for video games. Exactly. How much time are you? What what time do you wake up? Do you wake up at ten? At, let's say you wake up at nine o'clock. Why aren't you up at six thirty? Six thirty starting your day. Why aren't you up doing this and doing that and preparing so that way what you get done by noon, you have done by 8 a.m. So you can do, you you could just add so much more time and so much more work and so much more progress to get where you want to be. It's so simple. You just got to be willing to get up and put the work in. I like getting up early. I'm a big, I'm a big believer in rise early. Yep. And get what you got to get done. I respect that. And and that comes back to in this the sense of entitlement too is that oh, I don't need to wake up. Why I, I deserve to sleep. I deserve to wake up when I want. You're not paid. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I deserve to have things come easy to me. I don't deserve to to fail. Where does that come from? It comes from mommy and daddy. That is anywhere. It, 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 I guess everybody's reason is unique, but. If you're having this mindset and you're listening right now, you need to realize that you aren't anything right now. We're all at the bottom. We're all on the same playing field and you're not any more special than the person right next to you. Once you realize that you're still eating trash and you're not even close to caviar and lobster, oh, there goes there goes that word perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your perspective has changed. And now you realize what you need to prioritize, what you should be thinking, what thoughts you should never have, what thoughts you really need to focus on eliminating because you gotta train your mind. Training your mind. Yep. Because it's you gotta train the positivity. I used to be I used to complain. I used to just like when a negative when something bad would happen, I would just obsess over it. Then one day I was like, why am I doing this? Like, why <laughs> yep. am I wasting my time? The past is the past. I don't care what happened before. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can reflect on it. I can look at, you know what I mean? I can learn from yep. it. I can look at the positives. But at the end of the day, what are you doing right now? If you're watching TV, if you're playing video games, if you're laying in bed, if you're feeling sorry for yourself. Yep. Get up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just get up and do what you got to do. And another thing with that, you got to find what you love to do because it's almost impossible to be great if you don't love what you do. You got to find your passion. You got to find what you care about. Yep. Because then it's easy. It's easy to go hard. It is. It's easy to eliminate... This isn't work anymore. You know, it's it's easy to eliminate the stigma of work. Instead, it becomes self improvement. Yeah, and it it doesn't become a a chore or a task. It becomes investment in yourself and in your own ability. You gotta invest in yourself, bro. If you're trying to go anywhere, if if you're trying to be a million dollar, if you're trying to be a million dollar man, million dollar woman. How are you going to get there if you're not even investing dollars, single dollars in yourself out spending it on some junk food, spending it on going to the bar with your friends? Yeah. You know, we're young and and I get it. I get it. You get it. 
but you gotta you you just gotta do it. There's no other way around it. You gotta stop looking for shortcuts. You gotta take everything everything that you get on this podcast, apply it before it's too late. Just try. Just try it. Exactly. Just give it a try. Give it a try. Gary V always says he challenges every single person to visit a nursing home. You know why? Why? So that you can see what being 85 and having a life full of regret looks like. Wow. Yes. That ain't that Explain. ain't that crazy? Explain. In almost any nursing home you go to, there's probably guaranteed at least five people that were living life for someone else. And you got to also put this into context too. They're from the 60s, the 50s. Growing up, your parents want you to do something. So you do it. They don't have the same opportunities that we had. No social media. No social media, no internet, no being able to become a star because you were uploading videos from your bedroom. There wasn't any of that. If you wanted to be a singer... Then you had to go out and sing. <laughs> you had to go out so and do lucky. that. We're so lucky. We're so fortunate. Exactly. So fortunate. We don't even realize the time that we're living we're in. We're so lucky to be a part of this generation. We are like... It, it doesn't even make sense to me. It's dumb. <laughs> it's crazy. The opportunity out here is dumb. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, beyond stupid. <laughs> being, being somebody born in 1953... You couldn't just upload a vlog on your phone and go. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, exactly. You had to make a lemonade stand. If you wanted to even open up a store, well, you had to go save up your money, go somewhere to get some blueprints, go to a library to read a book. You couldn't just Google, how do I open a business? You, you, <laughs> you see, you can't just do that. You had to go to the bank and fill out the paperwork. You had to go somewhere, bro. Exactly. But yet, we still want to complain and say, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. Uh, Because it's not coming as fast as we wanted to. And so, since there's already people bringing it back, there's already people out here now, our age, that are living for someone else. You know, my boy, one of my good friends, Jawan, he said when he was in class... I don't remember what class it was. I think it was probably a communications class. But he said uh, the professor was making the students introduce themselves and say the reasons why they came to college. And when he posted this on his snap like this, this, bro, is what really blew my mind. And I didn't even realize it because I've been in the same place. He said, okay, so the first student introduced themselves. Why did they come to college? My parents made me. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Your parents made you. For the moment, you're doing what your parents want. Your parents are paying your expenses. They're paying everything. All right. Next person. Hi, my name is so-and-so, and I came to college because everyone else was coming to college. That's a terrible answer. Terrible answer. That's awful. Terrible answer. Best part? Third person. Hi, my name is Average Joe. <laughs> and to be honest, I don't know why I came to college. Three strikes. Three strikes right there, bro. First day of class and already three strikes. And I guarantee you, somebody in that class said, 
hey, my name's so-and-so, and I came here because I heard it was lit. <laughs> yep. That yep. is so corny. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. You don't even know why you're here. And if, if your reason for doing something isn't for yourself... You might as well leave. You might as well leave. Exactly. You might as well leave. And then you're going to be one of those people in the nursing home that Gary Vee talks about. Man, you know... I always wanted to be in the NFL. I love football. My parents wanted me to be a doctor, so I just went to med school. I spent all this money, and and now I hate life. And and here now I have my grandkids, and I just worked and worked, and I had this family. I, I had kids sooner than I wanted to, so then I had to support them, be a good parent. Now I had to send them to school so they could live the same life that I lived. And now I, I didn't get to go to Hawaii I didn't get to go to France. My body's old and frail. Yeah, I don't feel bad. I'm sitting in this nursing home. Uh, yep. All because you were afraid to fail. That that sums it up. <laughs> that last uh, that last line right there. Failure. You were afraid to do something different from the path. You were afraid to with the grain and not succeed. Preach. But look, we're here to help. <laughs> we're not here to condemn and we're not here to stunt. We're here because we got the mindset. We're here because we worked at changing our thinking and we realized that there's no other way to go about getting to where we want to be. You got to work on yourself. That's right. You got to put yourself first. And like, like Alex said, you have to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. Time approach mindset like the list goes on and on start working on yourself and start doing something yep to sum to sum all that up one of my favorite professors i've ever had shippensburg university dr john hubley he's the man he was like number one in sales in the whole region for selling fusion pumps for care fusion mm-hmm. And I took him for a selling class. He's he's amazing. Like, one of the most amazing men I've ever met. I'm so honored to have the privilege to have had him as a professor and even talk to him on, like, a person-to-person stance. The key that he left us with is this. To get somewhere you've never been before, you have to do things you've never done. <laughs> yep, yep, that's it. That is it. That is it. My man dropped the mic. My man dropped the mic and my mouth was wide open just like, wow. That's it. That is really it. That's the secret. That That's the secret ingredient. You got to do what you've never done. You, you can't get somewhere you're trying to be if you ain't do nothing different. Nope. If you've been walking down the straight line. And you expect to one day start walking diagonally. How are you going to start walking diagonally if you're still walking straight? (laughs) You ain't shift your feet to start walking diagonally. You didn't turn a little bit so you can start changing your direction. You're still going straight. We're here so that y'all don't walk straight and end up saying, man. All this time, I thought I was going so far. Yeah, I could have gone this way and that way. Yep, could have gone that way, could have gone that way. Could have tried this, mm-hmm. could have, you know what I mean, done yep, this. Yep, all that, but 
Instead, I ended up going nowhere. <laughs> That's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. That's heartbreaking. Man, that was a lot, bro. I'm oh, I'm wow. fired up. Super <laughs> yeah. Super lit. Yep, yep. I'm fired up. That 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 basically brings everything full circle, and that brings this episode to a close, man. Do you have any final thoughts you'd want to say? Any final remarks? Um, I would just say I hope that uh I hope that my words encouraged encouraged a lot of you guys. I know sometimes I can be a little bit intense. Yeah. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I just want to help people. That's right. You know, intensity isn't a bad thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. Not at all. But yeah, thanks for having me on today, Alex. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Can you want to give your social media as a shout out so people can follow you? You know, see. Uh, you can follow me, Joe Fender Twenty One, on Instagram, and that's spelled P F. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Joe underscore Fender. Um. Yeah, that's it. Word. Yeah. All right, and hey, we're going to keep doing giveaways, so stay tuned. Keep listening, and please participate because we're giving this stuff away so y'all can reap the benefits. We're not giving it away to look good. We're giving it away so that if you wanted that book so bad, and instead you had to make a car payment because you got a flat tire, and you were going to use, that's that's real talk, and you were going to use that $30 that you were saving to go towards that book, but instead you had to reroute that whole purpose of what that money is, well, guess what? Our blessing has now become your next step. You see? that 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 That's what we're here. That's what we're here. My man's Kenny. He was still giving away that sign, sign Gary V copy. Sign Gary V copy. Don't forget that. Send us a voice memo or something just just saying what are your thoughts of failure has your ideas your whole perception of failure been changed after hearing this and most importantly what are you going to do now that's different than what you've been doing before thanks joe thanks again it was a pleasure man it was an honest pleasure appreciate it and thank y'all for listening stay tuned we're going to keep giving you more vital and supplemental information so Y'all have a good one, and I'll catch you on next episode. Peace.